Hello, everyone. It's been a minute since I last recorded my first two podcast episodes. And this time, I've decided to actually interview one of my closest friends. We have been friends for years. How old was I when I first met you, Earl? 19, I believe. <laughs> was I 19? I was Probably. working at Turkish Secrets. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> oh, my gosh. And we were riding on the bus, and I saw you reading a book written by T.D. Jakes. And I think that's how our conversation started. Yes, that's how it sparked off. Yeah, and thank God for, you know, that book because that's how we connected. And that's pretty much how we stayed connected because we both agree on faith and we both share the same understanding of God. And Absolutely. You know, I, I love, I got to watch you grow and look at you now. Now you are a motivational speaker, which I am not surprised by. Yeah. <laughs> I always knew that was going to happen. And you. you are the former vice president of the Student Government Association at Berkeley College. Correct. That correct. is amazing. And an honor student. Yes. Oh, my God. And you did that while welcoming your baby girl into the world. I sure did. I sure did. You just proved that anything is possible. Yeah. It, just, it it's all, it's all depends on how bad you want it. But it's possible. Is how bad you want it. And you were the executive board member of the National Society of Leadership and Success for the Berkeley College New York chapter. That's correct. Amazing. I'm so proud of you. I wish thank I was you. there to celebrate this moment, but thank God we can celebrate together now. Even doing my podcast, we celebrate each other on social media, supporting each yes. other's businesses. Yes. And I am so excited. And I know you're writing a book as well. Yes, I am. Actually working on it right now. That is awesome. So tell me, like, how did you accomplish all of this while becoming a first-time dad? Uh, So it was one quote that came to me, and I've I've read it before. So I'll I'll say it's unknown because I I, I don't remember who said it. But the, the quote basically says, I can't cry about what's on my plate when I said I was hungry. Mm. you know so i can't i can't really there there was a time where i knew people that you know would complain about oh i have this to do and then i have that to do but then you know you took on a heavy load so you can't cry about what's on your plate if you knew you was ready to eat so Mm. you know i had i wore many hats during undergrad you know my first two years was horrible you know, that was just me getting back into the flow of school after not being in school for 10 years. You know, dropping out junior year in high school. You know, getting into the wrong crowd. You know, just doing things like, you know, young boys do foolish and stupid things, you know, just to fit in. And when young I, girls you know, too. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right, exactly. And, you know, but after a while, I looked at in my life and I'm like I can't live like this no more. I'm like oh you can't you can't live like this no more you know because you know being um you know a man of God you know being in in ministry and you know sitting under a pastor you know my pastor you know he always encouraged me he always told me I was intelligent he always said you know I know you can do it I believe in you and he was saying these things to me when I wasn't even in school yet so it's mm. it's it's amazing that people can see something about you that you may be afraid to see about yourself. Oh, yeah. Looking in the mirror. 
Yeah. So when it's some, it's, it's very true. So when someone else can see your potential before you, that's a blessing. But what, what it was that to answer your question, I wore many hats, you know, like you stated. And the one thing that made me focus was that, you know, I had an end goal. And the model, right. the model of Berkeley College is one goal, graduate. That's one goal, just to graduate. I love that. That's their motto. And every time I went to class, I would always see the band on the wall, and it says one goal, graduate. And I'm, I looked at that word, graduate, and I'm like, okay, no matter what I do in this school, no matter my, you know, connections, you know, and I have a lot of them, you know, I have personal relationships with people in administration in my, in my college, people in higher places. And, you know, I just made it my business to finish and, you know, I finished as an honest student. You know, I finished ending my, you know, semester with a 4.0 GPA. Oh, my um, gosh. Congratulations. I, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It wasn't, it wasn't easy, but it's doable. It's right. doable. It, it is doable. I, I would never tell someone, you know, that they can't do it because, you know, there was a time where I didn't think I could do it. Right. You know, so it's I, funny because I remember giving birth to my firstborn, I felt like I lost myself. I didn't know who I was. If I looked in the mirror and somebody said, Kimberly, who are you? I'll be like, uh, I'm trying to figure that out myself. Right. <laughs> and so, like, becoming a first-time mom was a life-changing moment for me. My daughter pretty much raised me. Um, I'm not the same person because of her. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that I'm not the same person. But it was a hard transition for me. So you had to go through the transition of becoming a first-time dad And finishing what you started before she was even conceived. Yes. And the fact that you did it and you didn't make excuses and you used um, pretty much what you saw in front of you, you know, your goal. Yes. And you used that to keep you focused. So that kind of leads me to this. You came together with the three M's. And I yes. thought it was so powerful, which led to me inviting you to do this podcast. And you're the first person I'm interviewing on my podcast. <laughs> it's an and honor. It's so, it's so amazing. You combine three very powerful words together, momentum, mm-hmm. monuments, and movement. Yes. And I just loved how you worded it. And I would love for you to share that with the rest of the world. So please speak on that, starting with momentum. Tell me about that. So in other words, momentum is basically... Um gaining speed you know it's it's speed accumulating you know according to you know certain events that happen in life and the one of the things that gave me momentum was the fact that i was i was tired of being stagnant i was tired of being afraid i was tired Mm. of not accomplishing anything and i was looking at my friends and i was looking at other people and i was happy for them but i was like earl you're happy for them but when are you going to be happy for yourself Mm, oh my gosh you're just as capable as they are what what they're doing you can do but you have to stop being afraid you have to grab the bull by the horns and pursue and go after your life because no one else is going to do it for you yes so the moment i the moment i decided to pick up my two feet and, and make a move is when i started to see uh the fruits of my labor Mm. you know and it wasn't always it wasn't it wasn't always, you know, sunshine and roses. There were days where 
you know, I failed classes. There was days where I was on academic probation. You know, my first two years wow. of undergrad, I was on academic probation three times. Wow. So before we talk about honors, let's talk about my downfall first. Yeah, let's talk about it. Get into it. So during those first two years, now mind you, like I said before, I have not been in college. I haven't been in school in 10 years. So now this mm-hmm. is where we get transparent. So dropped out of high school. So of course, no high school diploma, obviously, because I didn't finish. So um, with that being said, you know, it, it, it was hard, you know, to, to get the job I wanted. It was hard because I didn't have a, an, an educational background. It doesn't mean okay. I wasn't educated. I just didn't have an educational background. I didn't have a degree or anything like that under my belt to prove my education. Mm, I love that. I love how you worded that. Yeah. You know, because I I still read, I still was articulate, I still carried myself a certain way, but no educational background. You know, your demeanor is not enough within corporate America or the workforce. We we need to see substance, some proof. proof. Right. So I said, okay, no problem. So after a while, you know, I got tired. I went back to school. And uh, when I did my first semester, it was bad. I had D's my whole first semester. Wow. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> what am I looking at? I'm like, what am I looking at? I'm like, why? And, I thought I was smart. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm, exactly. And I'm like, I know I haven't been in school for that long, but my goodness, it can't be that right. bad. <laughs> so I said, let me go to tutoring. You know, I went to tutoring and nothing worked. I was still seeing the same grades. Like I had one A or like a B, but most of my stuff was like, I didn't even have a C. It was like, it went straight from A to B and a drop down to D or was an F. And I'm like, okay, this mm-hmm. is not, something is not working. And I realized something and it clicked. I said, oh, you're not stupid. You're scared. Mm, oh my gosh. That's powerful. You told yourself you couldn't do it. So now it's manifesting in you your grades. Exactly. You, you, are, you said to yourself, you couldn't do it. You didn't hear no one else say it. You said it to yourself. So words can create your future or it can create your demise. One of the two. Your words will either speak your future or it will hurt you. And that's the one thing I have to learn. So when I told myself to stop thinking like that, that's when my grades start to pick up. Mm. Talking about momentum, right? So that's when my grades began to pick up. And then I finished school, but I had finished with a 2.9 GPA. I said, okay, no problem. Then I got, <laughs> you know, because around that, around that time, it was a lot. I, I had to do internship at the time. And then, okay. you know, I was just in my last semester and I was completely, you know, over the whole college life at that time. I just wanted right. to get my degree and get out. Right. Get out. <laughs> <Of> <laughs> you know, but my momentum is this. While I was finished in my mind with that school, I was still applying to other ones because mm. I still wanted to continue my education. I'm like, Earl, you're not a good, you're not going to sit here and tolerate and accept that. That's that's fine. Okay, a bump in the road. That's fine. It wasn't a ditch. It was just a bump in the road. Okay. You know, it wasn't a ditch. It wasn't me just buried in it. I'm like, oh my, I, I can't get out. It was just a bump in the road. I, 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 I picked up too much speed and was hitting bumps right. without turning it, without you know, without aligning the wheel. So. Now, when I got, I applied to three schools, you know, there's no secret. It was uh, St. John's University, St. Francis College, and then Berkeley. 
So, you know, me being a man of faith, me being a man of God, I, I, I spoke to God. I'm like, God, whichever school you allow to call me first, I'm taking that okay. as a sign that you want me to be there. Mm. So when I said that, the week after, Berkeley called me. Oh, I love it. And, you know, they were like, you know, they did the whole... And, and you know, I did the whole undergraduate um, admissions tour. This is for my now. This was for my bachelor's. Okay. So they gave the whole tour. They told me, you know, the the culture of the school and you know diversity and things like that. But when I walked in, when I actually stepped foot into the school, I knew already that's where I, I had to be. Because wow. both of the other schools didn't even call me to follow up with anything. Mm. That's how I knew. So I said, okay. And even that was a process by itself, getting all the paperwork, getting, you know, a copy of my GED, my associates, um, you know, my transcripts, having to pay certain, having to pay. Even that was God because I, I owed a certain amount of money for my mm-hmm. transcripts. So just I didn't have it. And mm. then all of a sudden, I'm like, God, listen, I want to go to the school. I don't have this money that I owe on my tuition, my leftover tuition balance for to get my transcripts and my degree. That same day, I got a check written to me. Wow. Oh, my that God. That same day. So I said, okay, God, this is favor. So I, gave, I got all my stuff. I called Berkeley. They was like, can you come in now? I said, absolutely. So I commuted all the way from Flushing, Queens, all the way to Grand Central, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So I got to the school. I gave them all my paperwork. This is, the, this, this is what gave me a boost in my momentum. Because I had speed, but now it gave me more of a boost. So okay. now when they ran all my documents for financial aid, they told me, Mr. O'Brien, you don't owe anything for the first year. What? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy, right? You don't owe anything. Get your schedule. You're accepted. Wow. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you supposed to say? Right? I, said, <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> Now I had my mouth because that was a monument for me. It was a it was a place for, for me to celebrate. Mm. It was a monument for me. I, that was a monument because I was like, yes, I got accepted to the school. I'm continuing my education. I'm going for my next degree. Now my momentum told me, don't do in this school what you did in the last one. Mm. Momentum was like, don't do here what you did there because right. you'll get the same results, right? And because you want to go to grad school, right? You want to go, you want to become a doctor, right? So now you need a certain GPA to get into grad, graduate school, okay? okay? Don't do there what, don't do here what you did there. No problem. Got my schedule, went to school, did my first semester, flawless. Wow. 3.8 GPA. Look now at that's you. a jump. Look at you. Amazing. That's a huge, a huge jump. Amazing. I said, God... Thank you, because I saw my grade. I saw grades in Berkeley I never saw in my other school. Wow. I saw grades in my transcript, and a tear dropped down my face. I said, Earl, see what you see? See what happens when you stop speaking negative to yourself? But like so you said, like, it wasn't that you could not do it. You were just right. afraid. Oh, my gosh. I was just afraid. So I'm saying this to those who's going to hear, understand this. It's not that you can't do it. Stop being afraid because fear is the paralysis. 
It's true. I remember even in my first speech class in Queens College, I was petrified, Earl. Mm-hmm. Petrified. And I remember seeing kids in the class that seemed way more confident than me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, heck no. I got a speaker for all these it's about 50-something of y'all. Heck no, I'm not doing this. So I was like, Kimberly, you don't have a choice. <laughs> you did this in order to graduate. So I'm like, all That's right, right. get it together. Do you know, not only did I get the highest grade in the class, I did better than the kids who portrayed themselves as confident. You see? Because I, I literally had to talk myself out of being afraid. And I was like, Kim, just like you said, it's not that we cannot do it. Fear yes. gets in the way. It gets in the way. It's it gets amazing. in the way. That's why. The, and then now we're going to tie to the to the next one. I know you got questions for me, but it's, it's going to make sense. No, go so ahead. Now, Keep going. Fear paralyzes you. So now the third M, which is movement, can't move. Mm. Movement is 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 invalid. It, it, because now you say to yourself, oh, God can't do it. Oh, I'm stupid. Oh, my God, I'm never going to be nothing. Yeah. You have to be careful with what you say. Oh, this is never going to, because my, my mom didn't do it. My mom tried and she failed. And my father tried and he failed it. And I saw how they gave up. But, you know, you have to look at that and say, okay, if they didn't do it, that's not an excuse as to say why I can't do it. Because sometimes, sometimes you got to be the encouragement for your parents. You got, you have to do what they told themselves they would never do again, which is try. Mm. They say, oh no. And they, they encourage you and they mean well. They push you forward because they believe you can do it. Yeah. But they believe you can do it. They don't mm, believe that they, they, believe can, do they it. can do it. Right. Huh. So now when you accomplish certain things and they look at you like, oh my God. She really doing it. She really did it. She really doing it. <laughs> it's because now they see, it's because now they see um that it's because they see you accomplishing something that they were afraid to do. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like they 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 see you doing things that you know that you didn't you didn't that they didn't believe they had the ability to do. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, now, like I was saying before, momentum, the three M's, monuments, movements. The, the thing that causes people to not move mm. is it's not only fear. It's like what I said, it's monuments because now you're celebrating something that you're proud about, and it's fine. You're supposed to. You should pat yourself on the back. Right. It's not wrong to say, I'm proud of myself. It's not wrong to say, I did this. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong to say, I actually accomplished something. It's not wrong to say that. Just to interject for a second, mm-hmm. you said it's not wrong to pretty much pat yourself on the back. It goes back to a conversation I had with you about something Kanye West said about his mother. He said, my mom told me everyone always pushes this agenda to make their children humble, like be humble. And his mom went against it and said, no, I'm going to teach my child to be great. So mm-hmm. do you feel like in our culture, 
they push being humble more than being great? Yes. And, and what people need to understand, humble doesn't mean be quiet. Humble means understanding that you did it, but you didn't do it on your own. I love that. Some people, some people mess up the, def- the definition of humble or humility is, is being quiet. No. Humility is recognizing that I accomplished what I accomplished through the grace of God. That's mm, if you believe I in God. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So you don't become arrogant. Yeah. Now, I'm going to teach my kids both dynamics. Yes, understand. Be humble. I'm going to teach you how to be great as well because no one else is going to sit there and take credit for what God did in your life. But be great because now you have to be an example for other people that are going to come behind you. Mm-hmm. So now, exactly. So now, to, 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 because we, we, we don't have kids. We don't have regular kids. We didn't just give birth to regular kids. No one, I don't believe anyone has given birth to a regular child. Yeah, we, what does we, that even we, mean, right? <laughs> what exactly. That? Like, what does that mean? What do you mean regular? Right. We gave birth to people. We have given birth to legacies and pioneers. Oh, I love that. Because they will leave the legacy here. They're going to pick off from where we left off at mm-hmm. and carry that. And then they'll be the torchbearers. They're going to be the ones that that you know they're, they're gonna they're gonna be the ones that when they accomplish something they're gonna see other people and pull them up too real success is when you can watch this real success is when you can accomplish something but you're not satisfied until you bring other people up with you i love that if you don't bring anyone else up with you you didn't succeed in nothing Mm. it's not even real momentum how in the world because even in the even in the natural say like in like okay i'm gonna use the fall for example because you know that's when the leaves on the floor and everything like that and you know all that other stuff so imagine a car speeding down the block because of the velocity the speed of that car is picking up everything that that is on the floor so all the leaves and everything starts to move but nothing moved it but the wind okay right so now you should have so much speed in your life that you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to physically touch people or tell them to come. They're gonna get caught by the velocity of the wind because you have so much speed in your journey and in your success that they're gonna see it and they're gonna wanna follow you without you having to say, let's go. I love that. That makes sense. That's that's true. Kimberly, that is true success, and people are missing it. They think success is money. No. Success, you are not successful. You don't have real momentum. You're not making movements and you're not appreciating, you're not appreciating monuments until you can get somewhere first and then cause people to come without you having to make an introduction of it. I mm. got here. I got here because of momentum, because God got me here. I'm here because of God. I, I accomplished what I accomplished because of God. And watch this. It's, it's momentum, but it's not only that. I didn't just finish. I excelled. There's a major mm, difference. Oh my God, God is trying it. to cause us to excel. To excel because we're the ones that people in the world should look at and not the other way around. We are padding our lives after people in the media, these TV shows, and that's fine. You can respect them. We respect. I respect every celebrity. I don't care what walk of life you came from. I respect it because there's other people. Obviously, their lives are effective because they have other people following them. 
But we, the believers, us as the believers, we have that same, if not a greater measure of grace and, and, and pull to get people to come. But if we don't go, how will they know how to get there? How will they know how to get there if we don't take them? That's deep. I love that. Yeah. So speaking of that, why do you do what you're doing? Who are you trying to help? I'm trying to help those that were just like me. Mm. And not only those who were just like me, but anyone else who desires that same help. Because I was a, I was very... School for me was my biggest mountain. And you overcame it. Was my, and I overcame it because I, I realized something. And, and, and it, it, it's so crazy because it's like I realized it. And then, and then, you know, it's like God gave it to me. It's like my biggest. I, I didn't know, Kimberly, that, you know, my biggest mountain or my biggest struggle would have been the mountain I had influence in. Mm. Isn't that how the, it always is? Your greatest always. blessing is behind your greatest burdens? Yes. Where absolutely. you're attacked the most? Absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I, I believe that I'm called to help those, not only in education, in okay. health as well, mm-hmm. in, in mentorship, in counseling. That's why I'm doing all these things now, building this empire now, building this dynasty now, because... You know, there was a time where I, I didn't have nothing to be proud about to post. That's true. And speaking of posting, you were actually just featured on one of the biggest. Um, it was a fitness. I forgot the name of it. Uh, Phantom Athletics. Yeah, you were actually featured on there and they have yes. going on half a million followers. So that's pretty huge. Yeah, it is pretty huge. That is. And, you know, it's to me like that to me. So like for some other people, they'd be like, oh, OK, that's something. But for me, that that's big. That's that's one of the biggest fitness, you know, and fitness apparel, you know, sites known in the United States and in the UK. Mm-hmm. I think it is a big you know, deal when you begin to be recognized by people who have reached a level of success that you're still striving to reach. So congratulations for that. That feature. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. And the, the one of the things that I'm going to be very big on you know, um, besides pursuing mental health and being a mental health counselor, I'm going to also pursue to be, you know, a form of uh, influencer for education. You know, I want to, I want to, um, what I want to do is be a resource to people who want to go back and finish. Okay. Because I have so much insight, you know, not just for, you know, school, but I have insight on how to network in school, how to build relationships, you know, between faculty and administration and be that, be that bridge to, you know, bridge the gap. That's what I had to do when I was vice president of student government. We were the bridge between faculty and students, you know, faculty, administration and students. So we were well-rounded. We knew how to maneuver. We knew how to push for certain things and we knew how to bring the um, students issues to administration but we also made it clear that don't just come with an issue come with a solution because mm. they they want to they don't want to just hear ish, they don't want to just hear problems okay now how this is a problem wonderful now how are we going to overcome it i want to teach people 
you know, that it's possible to stretch yourself beyond your own capacity, but on beyond what you think you can go that point you, you feel like you can't go past. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause some people feel like, you know, this is all that is to my life and that's it. No, stop telling yourself that because it's not true. Right. And you're proving that. You, yes. And this is from someone that dropped out of high school. So I know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. 10 years. And t- 10 years. And to some people, Kimberly, it's a cliche. It is a cliche. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's a typical story. You know, I've heard it before. Yeah, you've heard it before from other people, but you didn't hear it before from me. Right. So there's a difference. Coming from the All hood. All of us have our own <laughs> unique journeys. There's Absolutely. not a single journey that's the same as someone else's. So, Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. And we need to celebrate those moments, those winning moments. That's right. Because there's, I mean, we see it because social media, um, you know, we post things and we can share things a lot quicker than we were able to do that years ago. But Correct. honestly, there are not as many success stories as I would like to see. Um, I That's have family right. members who still haven't even touched on their fullest potential going on 40 yep. years old. And I mean, the person with the cure for cancer is probably a, a college dropout right now sitting around waiting for somebody to say, I believe in you. Or like you right. learn to believe in ourselves. So, right. That's right. Yeah, I don't think it's a waste of time. I don't think it's something that we should dust under the rug and look down upon. I think it's something we should continue to celebrate. And hopefully right. we'll have more success stories where, where it becomes our new normal and not something right. where we're like, oh, my God, he did it. It'll be like, you know, OK, he did it. We all Absolutely. did it. Absolutely. And that's what exactly. you're saying. You're saying, I want this to be a everyone thing, not a just one person once in a blue moon. Especially right. in our culture, especially where me and you are from, Brooklyn, New York. You already know. Like right now, if I were to Absolutely. go back to visit, I'm sure a lot of people that I grew up with are still in the same place that they were when we first left. In New York, so yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely, and especially for our culture, you know, African American, we have to work twice as hard, and to see certain people not even try is disheartening. It is, especially you when our ancestors paved the way. Exactly. It's, you can no longer say it's impossible and stop using your the color of your skin as some kind of excuse. We have too many success stories. Too many. You're one of them. And we have, like you said, the celebrities of our world, the celebrities of our generation. There's some more. But what I like about your story is it's more relatable because celebrities are considered the pretty much untouchable, <laughs> right? The untouchable right. group of people. But you, your story can relate to so much more because you're still living it and you're still doing it to this day. That's right. So, and that's what you want to do. Your goal is to reach out to those very people. That's right. So would you consider transparency to be one of your greatest superpowers? Because in order for you to teach other people and help others to grow with you, you have to be transparent. And today we don't have a lot of that. That's right. So yeah, what do you think? It's like we that. have such a superficial world. We got Facebook. We only post pictures if it's enough filters on it. We only post pictures if it makes us look good. We don't mm-hmm. really share our downfalls, like what you That's did right. with me today. So 
do you believe that God gave you this spirit to be so transparent in order for you to bring change into the world? Yes, because people people don't want to hear fables. They don't they don't want to hear fairy tales. They they want to see someone who really been through some things, but they have something to show for it. Right. You know, young boy from the hood. But now nah, I was from I, 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 from the gutter to the palace, <laughs> right? You know, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like you know, from the gutter to the palace, not not from the gutter and still there, right? You know, because you're no good to no one if you're not good to yourself. And then now, you know, you can't you can't tell people to pursue something or to do something for themselves if you yourself haven't done anything yet. Like you said, I'm still in the process. We're all still we are, we are all still in our process, but at least we're still, well, at least we're there. We're somewhere. Exactly. We're not, we may, we may not be where we want to be yet, but we're not where we're, where we once were. Exactly. And it's, it, it, yeah. And it's, it's, it's an injustice to ourselves mm-hmm. and to our forefathers. Right. When we give up because they didn't. I agree. They didn't give up. If Mandela gave up, they, there would have been no justice. Solomon Northup, 12 years of a slave. This was a free man. Right. He struggled for 12 years being a slave, but he was a free man. If he didn't push for his freedom, he would have never came out. Mm. Martin Luther King, he had a dream speech. If he didn't make moves, it would have just been it would have just been words on the paper. He would have never spoke that. Right. What am I saying? We have pioneers. We have people that made examples that shifted the the trajectory of our culture. And what have we done? We devalued it. Yeah. Completely devalued it. We have to be. We have to be now the people that now because we're the generation that's coming up. And we have a generation that's right behind us, looking at us to see, okay, you're 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 entrepreneur. Okay, you're 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 your bestseller, but now what can you say to me to make me believe I can do it? I don't have to say nothing. Look at my life. Because people that are really successful, their works will speak for them without them having to say a word. Judge a fruit, well, judge a tree by its fruit. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, speaking about progress, what are you working on now? Like, I know you started your social media page. I know you're working on mental health and speak Mm -hmm. on that. So right now I'm working on my website. I have to push it forward this year for my mental health, for a practice that I'll have in the future. Okay. Um, I am a master's degree candidate for mental health counseling. Awesome. Awesome. Um, thank you. Also, I am pushing my athletic um, business as well. So I'm going to look into certifications for that as well, because I'm going to implement that with my uh, facility. Oh, in I the love future. that. Yeah. So uh, and right now I'm working um, on the book called Life Behind Words. Mm. So which will be good. So I'm going to make sure that it's, you know, I'll finish that this year because I have to. And I'm sure that a lot of my listeners are going to want to follow you on social media. Do you have a social media platform that they can connect with you on? Yes. So 
I have two Instagram pages. I have a Facebook. So you can find me on Facebook at Earl.D.O'Brien Jr. That's my Facebook. That's my main page. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Breathe Again Motivation. Oh, I love and, that. Um, thank you. Thank you. And then my other Instagram page, you can find me on the Diamond uh, MMA. And MMA stands for Mixed Martial Arts. Wow. So, yeah. So you are heavily involved in mental health as well as physical health. Yes. Huh. Yes. Absolutely. That is awesome. Do you feel like they go hand in hand? Absolutely. Because for, for fitness and, you know, for working out, it's a mental thing. Okay. It's a mental thing. You have to you have to tell yourself, you have to push past your own limit. So if your body can't if your body can no longer take that that stress of working out or you know pushing your 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 performance levels, now you have to pull the strength from your mental to get your optimal results. Mm. Everything is in the everything is in your mind. It's in the mind. Somebody, everything is in the mind. Someone said one time, if it's not in your mind, it's not in your future. Wow, I love that. Mm-hmm. And that still connects with your three M's. Like all exactly. This. All of this. Everything I'm saying is connecting to momentum, Monument. monuments, and, and movement. movement. Everything. That is everything. Awesome. Thank you. You definitely need to write a book about just that. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna take a lot more research, but <laughs> oh, of course, of course. But you know what? God pretty much gave you all the evidence you need by your experience. I mean, experiences are the best teachers. And what you just gave us is so much wisdom. And that's something that books can't teach us. Absolutely. You know, so listening to you, sharing your story, that's that's even more powerful. So I appreciate your transparency. I'm excited about where God is going to take you. And of course, you. you already know I'm following you and I'm one of your biggest supporters as always. Absolutely. <laughs> and everyone listening, make sure you follow him on Instagram. The last time I did an Instagram live with him, you guys went crazy for Earl. Like, y'all don't even want to hear me speak no more. Well, yeah, <laughs> because he is one of the most powerful motivational speakers ever. And I'm honored, too. I mean, you're honored by me interviewing you, but I'm honored to be able to call you one of my best friends. And yes. you're one of the main reasons why Serenity Inspires is still going, because I wanted to give up. <laughs> so I remember. Yeah, and you talked me out of it. So I know if you're able to do that for me and encourage a military spouse with three children to keep going, I'm, yes. I can't imagine what you're going to do for the rest of the world. With the help of God. With yes. the help of God. Exactly. With That's the where the help of God. comes from. I love Yes. It. With the help of God. Without God, we are absolutely nothing. Nothing. So everyone, we are going to close this. Make sure you follow him. Can you repeat your Instagram handle one more time? So my Instagram, both Instagram handles are breathe again, motivation. So breathe underscore again, underscore then motivation. So then my other Instagram handle is the diamond MMA. So the underscore diamond underscore MMA. So you'll be able to find me on there. So follow me. If you have any questions, um, you know, I'm going to post more on breathe again, motivation. I'm going to actually do some more um, video clips, both video and audio. Um, for my fitness page, you'll see most of my stuff, you know, both fitness and education. So I'm going to kind of make another page strictly for fitness. Um, I'm just going to, you know, 
take some stuff out and then keep that page strictly for fitness. And I make another page soon for um, strictly education and just my journey. So you guys can see, you know, progress and where I'm going from there, you know, because before, by the time I'm 36, I will have my master's degree and uh, advanced certificate in mental health counseling. That is awesome. That is awesome. And I'm excited to interview you. you in the next, what, two years, three years? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. About. Yeah. Future Dr. O'Brien. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. That is awesome. Well, thanks again. I'm for looking forward to it. And thank you so much, Earl, for being such a great guest, as always. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Of course. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye.